trust in, in the pastor right now. He could have not let me preach. We could have had an invitation and went to the house. And the uh, only thing here is for me to mess this up. I mean, we've had a good week. I mean, there's been souls saved almost every night. It's been good. Y'all been a blessing. Y'all are a blessing. Hallelujah. I love you so much. I thank you for your kindness. And uh, what Brother Andrew said about your pastor is exactly right. And uh, this thing with the Bible Institute's a big, big deal. And uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. And uh, it's a blessing, man. And people are calling me and contacting me and saying, because they've, they've watched me teach on a tape on a, on, through a correspondence course, and they're wanting me to come and preach to them, wanting me to come teach the Bible to them. I'm like, man, do y'all really know who I am? <laughs> what a blessing, though, going around the world, teaching preachers, man. What a blessing. All right, turn with me, if you will. Let's see. I, well, let's go to 1 Corinthians. I was going to preach it. I was going to preach out of Genesis, but I, I think we'll go to 1 Corinthians. Is that all right? We're changing courses. I've always wanted to preach out of this text. And, and uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 about uh, charity. I've always wanted to preach a whole lot about charity. Amen. This, this is really, a, really good stuff here. In verse number 9, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, 13, verse number 9. You know it's all about, verse 1 starts off, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And it's all about charity. There's eight verses about it. And then verse 9 it says, For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child and I thought as a child. But when I become a man, I put away childish things. For now, we see through a glass darkly. But then, face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. Heavenly Father, help me to preach. Lord, thank you for what we've heard. Lord, I'm glad I'm going with the church of the living God. And Lord, I urge somebody here tonight, if they're not, to get on board. Because the train's fixing to pull out of the station. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, this is the great charity chapter, and uh, I, I think I could explain this better when I was, I don't know, 14 years old, better than I can now. I don't know what's happening to me, but, uh, but, but it's harder to deal with. Uh, I, I'm getting less impatient than it should be the other way. You know what I mean? I, I, I should be getting more patient. I should be getting more understanding. I should be getting better at things, but a lot of times I get worse at them. Is that, is that, I'm glad I'm, I'm, somebody's helping me. Amen. 
And, uh, but here's the thing. Uh, we need charity. We need charity to, because charity, love covers a multitude of sins. And it's kind of like a skeleton. Have you ever seen them build one of them boats before? The, one of them hulls that they take the wood and bend it over. And then they put that uh, a curtain looks like thing. You can see through it. And say, man, that's never going to float. And it's got all them little fibers. I mean, you can see through it. And you say, that ain't going to float. But they take that epoxy, man. And they, they paint that epoxy on there. And that thing, that covers all the little cracks and crevices. And gets down in there and makes that thing where it'll float, man. I'm telling you, we need need this in our lives. We need charity to fill in the cracks and the crevices because we can't see clearly like we ought to be able to see. We, we, we can't talk like we ought to be able to talk. We can't do like we ought to be able to do. And there is, we got to have some charity to cover up some stuff. Amen. You see that? And, and I want to preach a message for just a little bit. If I knew what I know now, Hmm. Because my knowledge is in part. That's what he said, wasn't it? He said in verse 9, for we know in part. I don't know it all. I've met some people that thought they knew it all. And I'm trying my best to get away from them as fast as I can. Because when I meet a know-it-all, I want to punch them right in the mouth. Somebody say amen right there. I mean, it's tough, boy. It's tough. But we don't know everything. I don't know everything. People ask me questions all the time. I say, I don't know. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. I don't know. Well, you're a preacher. You're supposed to know. I don't know. And somebody says they know everything. They don't because the Bible says, for we know in part. And we prophesy in part. Or we preach in part. I've never preached a perfect sermon. Boy, I want to. But I never have. But there's been times when God has picked me up and I flew me around the auditorium like on the wings of angels and I looked at a fat chubby bald-headed preacher down there preaching and he looked just like me and I'm wondering what's going on. That's me down there. But I wasn't in control. But I've never preached a perfect sermon. Right? Because my preaching's in part. It's limited. It's limited. And then verse 11 says, When I was a child, I spoke as a, spake as a child, and I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I become a man, I put away childish things. He said, listen, there was a time when you were a child, but you're going to have to grow up a little bit. God wants us to grow in grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. It's time to grow. Amen. But look, here, here's, what I, here's what I want. I've I, I got a few thoughts. I just want to share one. But there's going to be a time when my knowledge becomes perfect. I mean, right now, it's like seeing through tinted windows. It's really helpful in the daytime when I got light on the subject. It helps me to see, amen, then I don't, then I don't get blinded. But boy, at night... You ever been in a vehicle that the windows tinted are a little dark and you try to back up at night and you can't see out of them? It's a mess. You can get in trouble like that. Amen. That's how we are right now. We don't know. Things happen in our lives. Things happen in our family. And we say, man, I just don't know. Because it's limited. Our knowledge is limited. 
I mean, we search the scripture and we, and we try to find out what God says about it because our knowledge is limited. But look at this. Look at this. Look in our text. Can I, can I have everybody's attention for just a second? If you don't get this, you're not going to get the rest of it. All right, you ready? It says, for now, we see through a glass darkly. But then, that's heaven. Hallelujah. How many going? Raise your hand if you're going to heaven. Amen. All right. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then. That's heaven. I shall know as I know. And what that means is that I'm going to know me as God knows me. Are, are y'all excited about that? So with that thought, let me just say this. If I knew what I know now, let's just stay right there to then. Then, face to face. I've got perfect knowledge now. Unit, come on, go with me. Amen. We're right up here. We're to then. We got perfect knowledge right now. Now, would there be some things you'd change? If I knew this, I'm caught up here. I've got perfect knowledge about myself. I know as God knows me, then there's some things that I need to change. Are y'all still with me? I'd be a better child of God. Amen. I mean, I'm his son and I'm thankful. Behold what manner of love that the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. I'm thankful that I'm a son. Amen. Ain't you thankful that you're a son? But here's the thing. I'm not a good son. I fail so many times. I don't have the fellowship that I ought to have with the Father. Why would somebody have church with me just a little bit and get on the same low, low ball field that I'm on Right now, I am his child, but I don't have the fellowship that I need to have. I mean, there's families all out here, amen? And, 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 and your daddy and you have pretty good fellowship, don't you? Huh? And you're a pretty good daughter to him. Oh, so you are. He brags about you all the time. Not so much about you other two, but... No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But... You have that bond with your child and, and, you, and, you, and you do that. And, and how many of you wish, you old timers wish that you would have had, you'd have been a better son to your father. Amen. Listen, I got a heavenly father that's given me everything. He's given me life and breath. He's given me a family. He's given me a service. He's given me everything. And I should be a better son to him. I, I mean, it gets a little foggy down here because I, I know part. I mean, I know through the word of God that I am a son, Brother Derek. I know I am. And I have to go back to it every now and then because just for a moment, it gets a little dark. And I'll say, the devil will come by and he'll say, are you really a son? I guess I'm the only one. It got, it got, it got super unspiritual right there. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. It, 
my doubting, I had a trouble doubting back when I was younger. When I get old, that I mean, the thought will cross my mind, but it don't last very long. Because I have a place to go with my doubt. Amen. I concrete it, slam, I body slam it, DDT, power drive it right into the Word of God. Amen. And say, take that. But my knowledge is in part. And I want to be a better son. But I do have doubts and fears. And sometimes I have moments of clarity when I'm in the Word of God. And it feels like we're, I mean, we're two peas in a pod. I mean, I'm right there with him. Sometimes I get in my prayer room and I can almost see him. But there's times when the flesh wins out. And I feel like I ain't even his son at all. If I knew what I know now, I'd be a better son. If I knew what I knew now, I would be an ambassador for him. Amen. Verse 19, uh, Ephesians 6, verse 19, it's for me uh, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Do you know what my problem is? I let people's social standing and their financial standing affect me. Does anybody else have that problem? Huh? I mean, here I am. I live in a double-wide trailer, man. I live paycheck to paycheck in a double-wide trailer. Are y'all listening to me? And I I pull up to some home that's 5,000 square foot. And it's it's nice as a pen. I mean, they've took more care of their rose bushes than I have in my yard all year. <laughs> Amen. And I'm, I'm like, what can I offer them, man? I mean, I knock on the door and I'm like, what can I offer them? Here, I, <laughs> I want you to live like me. I live in a double-wide trailer in an unmanicured yard. Amen. I just mow the thing and weed eat every now and then and round up most of the time. Amen. <laughs> What do I got to offer? But my knowledge is in part. If I could just realize, if I could get to that den in my life and realize that I am a child of the king and I represent a country that's far better than this little dirt speck that's going on right here. Amen. Amen. I just realized I'm representing somebody. Amen. You got time for a couple more? If I, if I knew what I knew now, if I know now, I'm just a pilgrim and a sojourner here. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. <laughs> my, my treasures are laid up. Somewhere beyond the blue. But boy, because my knowledge is in part, I got to thinking it's kind of permanent sometimes. And I start, I start accumulating the things of this world and I start acting like the things that are around me are permanent. But they're not. They're temporal. And all of this stuff that I like to enjoy is going to burn up one of these days. But I've got a home in heaven, amen, 
I've got it up there. It's reserved in heaven for me. Amen. I'm telling you, I have an inheritance. It's incorruptible. It's undefiled. And it fadeth not away. It's reserved in heaven for me. I've never been to a fancy place where they called out my name in reservation. But there's going to be a day that I'll stand before him and my name will be called and said, your mansion is ready. Amen. I'm just a pilgrim here. But I, I, I'm going to tell you, I get this. I have to tell myself it's the older I get. I used to, I'm going to tell you, this is true. Used to, Brother Derek, I, I'd, I'd take run off, I'd jump off this thing right here when they ain't even bad eye. But now, no. <laughs> That's why God invented stairs. And then, with the bifocals, you got to watch them. Look down past so you land correctly. Used to I get up in back of the pickup truck and just jump out of the side of the thing and just land on the ground. And now I'm down, sliding down, moving down. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Because why? Because I hit the ground with this fat little frame of mine and it's going to hurt. My knees are going to hurt. My back's going to hurt. Everything's going to hurt. And I might break something. Y'all sit with me? But I know, listen man, that this is just a tent. It's a temporary thing. I got a body waiting on me up there that's prepared by God. Amen. It's a tabernacle, amen. Hmm. Do you know what? I got, I got, I got, can I get a drink? You know what my thermometer is? It's Mary. I look at Mary. If Mary's in... She, if, she's, if she's with me, then I go on. If she's not, then I, I have to back up and regroup a little bit. Thank you, sis. You got me. Well, that's good. We didn't know for a long time whether she's going to be a serial killer or the greatest Christian to ever live. <laughs> the jury's still out on her, by the way. I mean, she could give you those looks when she was a kid, when she was Sadie's age. She'd give you a look like, <laughs> like we could do business here. <laughs> Listen, if I knew, if I knew what it was going to be like down here, I, I would have thanked him more. This is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you, that you give thanks. I'll, I, I would have thanked him more. Up there, I see myself in heaven. I've got a glorified body. I'm fixing to stand at the judgment seat of Christ. I'm looking down. I'm looking down at myself and said, man, I wish I'd have thanked him more. I wish I'd have thanked him more. I wish I'd have thanked him in public. I wish I'd have thanked him in private. I wish I'd have thanked him out in the world. I wish I'd have thanked him in church. I wish I'd have thanked him in the mall. I wish I'd have thanked him at the grocery store. I wish I would have thanked him more for all he's done. I mean, God's been good to me. I mean, I, I, I should get up every morning and say, God, thank you for a King James Bible. Amen. Oh, God, thank you for the Holy Spirit that lives within me. Thank you that I got saved kids. Thank you that you saved my grandkids that are old enough to be saved. And I know you'll save the ones that are going to reach the age of accountability. That's my prayer every day. Amen. I thank you more.
Mm. Well, hallelujah. And then, if I knew what I know now, I'd realize that I'd be a better brother. Amen, Brother Barnum? Yep. Hey, brother, how you doing? You're my brother. Yeah. I really don't even know who your mother is, and you don't know who mine is, but we're brothers. Yeah. How'd that happen? Well, well, because we were connected by the same womb. Yep. You say, what? Yeah, at Calvary. Mm. Mm. that bleeding side at Calvary when he was busted open and just like the first Adam a rib was taken out hallelujah the church well bless his name amen I'd be a better brother I'd love my brethren more I'd, I'd pray for them more often isn't, isn't that what revival is about? Isn't it about the church getting revived and having a little clarity and having it just, just doing better? Amen. Amen? Doing better? Don't we want to do better for our brothers and sisters in Christ? Don't we want to love them more? When we get up there, we'll say, man, I was a brother. I should have done more. Should have done more. I got some brothers. I thought I was going to have to kill them. Amen. Sometimes I think that's the best thing to do to a brother. But that's not, that's not my decision to make. That's God's. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I'd love my brothers more. The last one is this. I think I'd been a better Christian. A better Christian. That's a New Testament term. That's a term that started in Antioch. What they said about the, about the people in Antioch. I'd be a better Christian. Christian, Christ-like. A follower of Christ. Do you know what I see when I run up and down this country? I see a bunch of church-like people. I see a bunch of church-like people. You know what? That know how to have church. And they know what to do in church. And they know how to avoid everything that's, that's holy and right in their life. They know how to skip around it. I mean, they're good at it. Their master's been doing it for years. And they've learned from the best. Amen. But listen, when you get up there, you'll wish you were a better Christian. More like Christ. Christ never dodged anything. He faced it head on. Amen. Amen. He'd have to get off in the mountain to pray just to have some fellowship with the Father. But he took on everything that was presented his way. Listen. We're Christians. Let me say this in, 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 in the... In the light of the hour, when people don't know whether they're male or female, and they can't even, our government can't even give us a definition of what a female is, that's nonsense. 
That's stupidity. Amen. When we live in a day when people don't, when, when, when mamas and daddies are getting their children and having, having surgeries done on them before they're old enough to even think about what's going on, that's absolutely stupid. We don't need people to hide in the sand, man, and say, oh, my goodness, we can't say anything. Oh, my goodness, if we had a preacher, if he said anything, oh, my goodness, we want to distance ourselves from that crowd. No, we best be standing up and saying, I am a Christian. I belong to the living God. Amen. And I know what the Bible says. Amen. It says male and female, God created them. Amen. They say, in, in these modern scholars, man, I wish we could tie all of them up and whoop them. I don't know. They, they, say, they say stupid stuff like this. Well, Sodom and Gomorrah wasn't burned because of the homosexuality. It was burned because of their lack of hospitality. That's somebody dodging being a Christian. I've apologized for everything in my life. I got a black belt in apology. When I was a kid, I'd done so many bad things. I had to apologize for everything. Amen. And now I got a doctorate in apologetics. Didn't even know what it meant. I seen that, I seen that offered at school, apologize. I said, I'm going to get that. And I said to myself, I said, I said, boy, when you get married, you're going to quit this apologizing and you're going to quit doing all this stuff. Do you know I was wrong? Do you know my apology game just had to increase? But I'm, t I'm here to tell you tonight, I'm sick of apologizing. I will not make an apology for being a Christian. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And it's about time I started living like it. Would you stand to your feet? In light of all this tonight, what are you going to do about yourself? I know I've been a little narcissistic talking about myself tonight. But what are, what are you going to do about you? Hmm? I know, I know there were some things said tonight that, that hit home with you. I saw it when it landed. But what are you going to do about it? Are you going to do the church thing and just sit in the pew and forget it? Or are you going to be a Christian and say, God, I'm sorry. Heavenly Father, would you bless this invitation? Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.